Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kit. And today we have a special guest on. Hi, my name is April. I'm my sister, and I'm so glad to be back to the podcast. Yeah, we are having my older sister back because our subject today is snakes. And Yay! April- reptiles! Snake Ooh. snakes! Mom dogs! Danger noodles! Milk ropes! Boop I snoops. love snakes. Boopy. Boopy <laughs> on the snoops. Snakes on a podcast. Whoa. Snakes! Ah. Snake. Snicky snake. Yep. Um, so, mushroom. has anybody here ever had any experience with snakes or reptiles? So, I know that I have had friends who've had snakes, and that's mainly my exposure. Um, Heath? My mom teaches environmental education, and uh, at two different points that I can remember, we had some snakes briefly. I th- I'm pretty sure these were like found out in the yard. This is in Alabama, and uh, we kept them. For a little bit, I don't remember exactly why. Um, I mean, they seemed well behaved and like pet like. I not really no. I don't. No. I don't really know. One was a king snake and the other was a garter snake. Did your mom like snakes? Yeah. Okay. Your mom Otherwise, was... we wouldn't have been keeping them. Right. I don't remember exactly the periods of time, and then I'm pretty sure that we ended up like releasing them back. I, 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 That's cool. Catch and release. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Kippy, what is your experience with snakes? I don't know. The first time I ever saw a snake was back in the old farm in Minnesota. It was actually, uh, across the street was a wheat field. And so we would get snakes coming out of the wheat field all the time. And I remember seeing one. And I was like, what in the holy H mark is that? And, um... You know, my my dad picked it up and kind of taught me that it was a garter snake. It had the little yellow stripe down the back, and it was solid black. And I went from being terrified of it to actually really enjoying it. And then um, I've wanted a snake, but I think that the math that goes into the lamps freaks me out. And then also feeding it the the rats. I've actually had a pet rat before, and that, that I just... Um, it's like you pick teams. Are you a rodent or a snake <laughs> person? And I kind of fell in love with my rat. So, <clears throat> so we're. But on I team am. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm team rat. But I. I appreciate and really, really love snakes a lot. Yeah. And hey, Kip, I can totally relate to that because I am definitely team snake, and I don't really have any specific love of rodents. However. I do appreciate them, and I do appreciate that rats are, like, little dogs, and, like, they're yes. really sweet. How I just, I don't have, like, a burning desire to own a rat the way I had a burning, horribly deep, passionate desire to own a snake the minute I first saw a snake. I was like, that, I want that. That is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's cool. kind of the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want an honorable mention in a, um, it, I, what a puppet contest for a snake festival i made a hand puppet out of a sock oh yeah i remember that because i like i was impressed too because i literally did it the night before and i tried coloring (laughs) a sock with a crayola like washable marker and i couldn't get it to actually color well so then i broke it and stabbed it with scissors in a sink and let it like soak in the um ink and that's how it dyed it green and then i like 
pipe cleaners and things. And, and that is where the I'm a snake meme came from. <laughs> so, snake is in 1942. <laughs> Back in 1942. Yes. In a dark and stormy night. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a dark and stormy night. So, speaking um, of our normal late trigger warnings, just if you are a person with ophidiophobia, um, which oh, she's is getting fancy now. Latin word for fear of snakes, oh. or herpetophobia, which is like fear of reptiles. This is not the episode for you. We're gonna get in depth. I hope you would get that from the name of the no. this episode. No, this like, is warning like, snakes. This, That's the name like, of the episode. This, warning see, snakes. That's the tradition of this podcast. Is we get the trigger warnings five minutes too late. So you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. no, we do it this before. Is, this is not a cast for the weak of heart, but yeah, like. There's a lot of misunderstandings about snakes. There's yeah. a lot of misunderstandings. Like, heck, you go back to, like, old school biblical testament, and they, the very first mention of snakes in Western civilization is that snakes were a creature that you crush under your heel. Like, snakes are not a beloved and, and appreciated no, he was the embodiment of Satan <laughs> and evil. Was the evil. one who tempted Eve, yeah, like book one, you know, yes. for Christianity. And, and however, Sumerians uh, often use snakes as symbols of wisdom, and it is my and it is like they're they're also known to be very cunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, snakes are ambush predators, so they have to make their moments, and I think that's how they became the symbol of like an ambitious person who's waiting for an opportunity because isn't, that's how they survive in the wild isn't like the medical symbol a snake and a staff or something the caduceus yeah yep. yes that came from greek mythology um if i'm not mistaken and it was the idea of pulling out the poison from a snake bite like being able to reverse that thing and snakes were also thought like mythologically speaking now keep in mind when i when i say they i'm not citing sources you guys this is not y'all don't come to this podcast for the hardcore no (laughs) No, we are not a well research podcast in any sort snakes uh shed their skin Mm -hmm. and when people would observe a snake shedding their skin they thought they were being reborn and so there's this idea that snakes could heal from anything um, which is actually very true. Like a, a snake that gets a skin injury can actually heal their own skin from shedding it. Much like we shed skin cells, but they just do the whole thing all at once because yeah. they're super dramatic that way. Yeah. So uh, part of the reason we have you on is you're one of the only people uh, I currently have in my life. I used to have a couple friends in my life who had snakes, but what got you into snakes because i know what you we had one of mom's friends my mother was a very social human being she had a lot of friends um she made a lot of friends like we would go to a lot of like different people's houses for uh social events and she had a friend who bred and raised ball pythons yeah so when i was like nine years old (laughs) we go to this friend's house and she has all these tanks of ball pythons and she asked me if I wanted to hold one and I was like heck yeah I want to hold a snake and so she just sort of draped this nine foot snake over my little nine year old body and she's like there you go you can just, that one's really gentle just be careful not to jerk it around you'll have fun so I walked around her house for like an hour with her snake like around me like a boa like 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 a like a wrap and mom was like oh my 
yeah, no, you're never having a snake. And I was like, no, but I really want one. So as kids, whenever we wanted something, um, we would do a lot of research on it. So that's how I talked to myself out of getting a horse. I knew that in the, if, you know, you had five people in a two-bedroom apartment, you couldn't afford a horse and stabling. But Fair. I did a lot of research on snakes, and Mom was just like, yeah, no, when you move out, you can get a snake. So when I moved in with my grandmother, I was like, hey, you used to let my cousin have snakes when he lived here. And she was like, yeah, and never again. So you can't have a snake until you move out of here. (laughs) Did Philip lose um, his snake? Thanks, Philip, if you're listening, for ruining my chances of having a snake when I I worked with Grandma in college. I forgot about (laughs) Philip's snake. Philip had a king snake? Philip had a... I, I believe he had a python. Oh, did he have a python? I thought it was a python. I could be wrong. I don't um, remember. If, if Philip, if you decide to listen to this podcast one day, you can like text us and say, no, it was a boa or it was uh, something else. But I was pretty sure he had a ball python. He got out, didn't it, or something? If I remember the story in the lore correctly, one day it got out and one of the dogs ate it. Oh, yeah, like, it, it, it didn't... It, I it, thought that's what happened to his iguana. Either that, or it got out and was never seen from again, which is why Grandma... Yeah, I think it was not seen from because his dog... Oh, it was dog... the iguana, I think, that Yeah, that, got, that, that was that the Riften. Yeah, so yeah. My, my cousin Philip had a lot of reptiles, and mm. our cousin is, is kind of like our brother. Like, we grew up with him. We saw him frequently mm. throughout the year. Our annoying we big brother. Up. But, um, so, when... I got married, I brought this forth to my husband, and I said, look, I've wanted a snake for a really long time. We are no longer living under the roof of my family. May I have a snake? And he was like, you know, because you, you have to talk to your home, yeah. <laughs> home people about things. You, you can't, you can't just, just bring home a snake in a box things. one day. Yeah, like, any animal is a big decision. And But I thought that's what you did. You put it in a jar. And a, a can of peanuts, and you said, "Hey, can you open this up for me?" <laughs> yeah, totally. And then it was an so actual pet his snake. Only it was a real snake. His only condition, condition was that he had to be there when we picked it out, and he wanted it to be one that he could handle. Because if it, if I just went and brought something home that freaked him out, he wasn't, you know. And the other condition was that yeah. I had to do all of the care, maintenance, and handling of the snake. He was not going to be responsible for feeding it, cleaning mm-hmm. up after it. That right. was, it was, if I wanted the snake, it was my snake. So That's fair. I yeah. did six months of research Jesus. on what kind of snake I wanted to get. I did made you do another PowerPoint? I my snake <laughs> reptile show. What was that? Did, did, did you what? do another PowerPoint? I need to know. <laughs> to show him I, his choices? I did make a PowerPoint yes. for mom and dad, <laughs> and on one oh. of my points was Greek mythology, and okay. I think that I said Caduceus wrong oh, earlier. Right. Yeah, because it's it's the the this was this is some some live fact checking I did because I, I heard the, the voices of the audience screaming into the <laughs> into the podcast. It's it's the rod of a, of Asclepius who is the Greek yes. god of of medicine mm-hmm. and healing, mm-hmm. and that is the yes. symbol for, so for doctors y'all, y'all, can, y'all can come at us if you want, but we do know how to correct ourselves. I do remember that being one of my points with mom and dad. But if it was like good enough for the Greeks, why wasn't it good enough for us? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> they they love that. I, I hope you all can imagine my father rubbing the bridge of his nose as he was forced to listen to the impassioned pleas of a ten-year-old <laughs> with her library books and her photocopies because this is actually before PowerPoint. 
Um, oh boy. Yeah. Was the 90s. <laughs> and <laughs> what, that was, you go to the library, do some, it was like 10 cent copies or 10 cents. It would cent. be like, I did, I spent a dollar on this presentation, you guys, which mm-hmm. was really big money for a 10 year old because it was 10 cents for every photocopy you wanted to make. Mm-hmm. So <gasps> I made like these photocopies of like reasons why April needs a snake. <laughs> yep. and, and I mean, it was already a lost cause because mom doesn't like snakes, so we obviously weren't getting snakes at any point but yeah you did try uh, yeah. yeah mom and dad were not gonna spend the money we need to spend to sell on, tank. excuse me for yawning uh, they, they just were not gonna spend that money mm-hmm. on a 10 year old's obsession with a reptile when we all know that 10 year olds are not the best judges of what their continued energies would be because we all know that if your child gets a pet it is your pet because you are actually the adult who is responsible for the care and maintenance of that mm-hmm. animal. Right. But, Not um, to mention we weren't the yeah, cleanest so kids. I have a Brooks King Snake. Um, he is a ghost morph, which Ooh. means he's gray. Uh, he was bred specifically for his color. I have the purebred Pomeranian of snakes. Okay, you guys. Like he was raised <laughs> yep. by a breeder. He's never had to kill his own food. He's always eaten pre-killed mice. And I chose him based on his personality. I went to a reptile expo in 2012. In October okay. 2012, I went to a reptile expo in Alabama. And I probably handled like 60 or 70 different reptiles. Like I went to so many different tables and looked at different snakes because I wanted a king snake. Yeah. And Was it Repticon? What? Was it Repticon? Have a yeah, I think it was. I think it was Repticon. Okay. I think that's actually yep. the one that I went to. Yeah. Um, Fun names. It was at the BJCC in 2012, and it was in October. So yeah. it was great, though. Like I looked, I saw so many cool animals. Um, if you ever like, once once the quarantines are over, even if you don't plan on investing in a reptile, going to a reptile show is a really cool way to experience reptiles because yes. breeders, her, her folk are just very impassioned about their animals and you get so many good tips. Mm-hmm. I bought my snake from a guy at a table who only had like seven snakes and he had them all like very simply placed, but they were older snakes and that was the other thing is I didn't want a baby snake. Baby snakes are very aggressive because, especially king snakes, because when a king snake is born, their first thought is, "I better eat it before it eats me." Like their mind is like the size of a seed, and they are not like very. You know, you just have to handle them so much and and get them very acclimated so to how, people, or they'll be very aggressive. How old was? Well, I'm just going to... You want to give his name so I don't Yeah, I named my snake Pixel mm-hmm. because oh. his scales reminded me of an etching sketch right after you've, like, right before you, like, shake it. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that the little magnetic uh, bits in the etching sketch would kind of, like, gather in the pixels. So I named him Pixel because he's got a very cool, like, uh pattern his yeah. his stripes are very subdued and it's it's really pretty yeah he's very pixelated so he's very pixelated how yeah old was he <laughs> how old was he when you got him two years old oh, okay. um which was a really good year for me because he was a full adult 
um, he was the chillest of the snakes. Like we had, I've been pooped on, I've been bitten, I've been like snapped at by all these little snakes that were like not about these strangers touching them. Yeah. And I kept like going over to places, but they all had babies. They all had babies. And I was looking for an adult snake, and I was like, I want your chillest snake. I want the snake that does not give a fuck. And this dude goes, Oh, okay. And he pulls from the pack of, you know, carriers. He pulls this cake pan. You know, like, you know those big plastic, like, round cake pans that mm-hmm. you can get, like, at Publix? Like, to, that was what Pixel was in for this show. He pulls it out and he just scoops them up and drops them in my hands. He's like, This is the chillest snake I have. He just hangs around. He's not very <laughs> interesting. He's kind of boring. And I, like, he just, like, snaked up my arm and looked around and I like looked over at my husband and my husband picked him up and it was the only snake for the whole expo that my husband was even remotely interested in handling Mm. and he was like this guy's kind of cool so we negotiated I paid him cash on the spot and I had um, a very I have a very good friend in Birmingham who has a lot of reptiles and her um, bearded dragon had just passed away so she had an extra tank and she couldn't even look at it it was making her really sad so i came and got um that tank and that stand and that light and she just gave it to me so i didn't even have to purchase the 500 dollars you usually have to spend oh, yeah, on like lucky. a whole setup yeah. so um yeah like once you get past the initial investment of a snake um they're very low maintenance and that's one of the pros of having a snake because they don't love being handled all the time Mm -hmm. so you don't have to feel bad if a week goes by because you've been busy and you only get to like pick him up when you're cleaning this cage or whatever he doesn't care he's a snake like snakes are pets that you get to look at because they're cool you don't get them to snuggle them yeah unless you you know unless you want to do that like that's i'm not I'm not I will say saying like, you can't. But. That's what you get a ball python for. Well, pixels also like <laughs> I got to when I've come and visited April. I get to hang out with Pixel, and he's very cute, and he um, crawls around on me like I have a picture of him like climbing over my glasses and uh-huh. like going up in my face, and nice. he's he likes to explore a bit. But yeah, I think that's a interesting thing about snakes is because. Um, one of my um, friends, my old roommate's first roommate in college, um, Casey, which I, you can't track this person down with that name, so I'm going to use it. Casey had... <laughs> we'll call them Casey. We'll call them Casey. But Casey, um, she was really cool, um, and she had a bunch of reptiles and stuff, and that was my main experience. I go over to uh, my friend's place, whose roommate Casey was like, had some bearded dragons, had like uh insects she breeded her own insects to feed her lizards and snakes and stuff and um yeah but she got this i don't even remember what it was it was a i know it was like a reddish white snake Mm -hmm. and it so some sort of albino snake i think it would be the color palette for it but um it had been abused was it a um, milk snake? Because milk snakes are red, white, and black. Mm, no, it wasn't black. It was albino of some sort because... Was um, it a corn snake? Could have been a corn snake. Who knows? Corn snakes come... Okay, so corn snakes and king snakes are in the colubrid area of of snakes. Yeah. Um, 
colubrid animals often eat other snakes. Yeah, that could have been it. It could have been a corn snake. I don't and remember. Corn snakes and milk snakes and king snakes are like some of the easiest starter snakes to well, have because they're native to the United States, mm-hmm. which is actually one of the factors in how I chose my snake. Um, so this is a this is a controversial opinion and i just want to say every person's reasons for doing things are valid and i don't judge people for like how they choose to do things i just can only speak for myself and i can only live my life for myself but Mm -hmm. i have seen so many people get exotic animals that they have no idea how to take care of, they get tired of them after a year or two, and then they release the animal into the wild, thinking that it'll be better off. Yeah. And people do this with snakes, and it really upsets me, because if you get an animal, you are committing to that animal's entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a huge problem with invasive species of snakes getting out, or getting loose, or what have you, from someone not being prepared for what it takes yeah so i made the decision that if my snake were to ever get out i one didn't want it to die in the wild no and two i didn't want it to wreck the entire ecosystem of my area so that's why i made the decision to get a snake that was definitely native to the country i was living in Mm -hmm. yeah for that reason i have nothing against pythons i have nothing against boas people who want to get like particulated pythons because they can keep up with them well yeah um so actually on the subject of that the reason um casey my my college friend had the snake in the first place is it was actually a rescue from a neglect or abuse situation with this snake and that's why i don't really remember what it was i i'm it could have been a corn snake could have been boa i know it's coloration but that that's also an albino morph yeah so it could be various things but it was actually um this snake i forget what uh she was named but the snake was blind in one eye from the Mm -hmm. neglect and abuse and Mm -hmm. uh casey was this reptile whisperer like very good with reptiles had the whole like shebang um that was their room and um after a few months of taking care like it started like vision started to come back like you could see it start reacting to things out of that eye probably like extra shedding what probably happened is there was something wrong with the lens over the eye Mm -hmm. and often with snakes if you get them healthy enough they'll regrow yeah that the, Which is really, really, I, really cool. Really well, cool. I, yeah. No, it is. Casey was really good with them. I think what Casey said was um, they were doing, it like was a not very aggressive snake and they were doing live feeding with it and it had a, um, a rodent who was mm-hmm. too large for it. So mm-hmm. that's... So let's, so let's talk about, let's talk about snake feeding. <laughs> yes, snake feeding is um, important. Yeah. So, okay. First and foremost, um, if you get a snake, you are going to have to feed it mice or fish. Uh, garter snakes often will eat fish. Fish. Um, what kind of fish like, do you feed a snake? Are you giving it some sushi? Here you go. Have, like, would you like, like some... Those little betas, like, you know, like the little, like, tetras and things like those fish like run away um, neon tetras i was like like yes. feeder goldfish was a lot of the stuff yeah. that i used to yeah. sell to people so oh. like do yeah. oh. you just and like a whole feeder tank that you can just you put them in a bowl you yeah. just put them in a bowl and then they go and then the, and they like will hunt them and oh. hunting is some people who have snakes firmly believe that it is 
inhumane to take away a snake's ability to hunt because that is what they were made to do and you need to recreate their wild situation as good as possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i have no problem with that i actually have had friends who had ball pythons my, my friend joe in mm-hmm. high school his uh, ball python magellan would not magellan. eat pre-killed yeah. he tried and tried and yeah. his snake nearly starved it was like three months this snake went on a hunger strike because he tried to feed him yeah I remember <laughs> um, we would pre-killed mice and it just didn't work out so that's just what it is so wasn't there like if... one pet store that he had to go to because no other pet store yeah there was only one pet store that he could buy live feeder mice from and he mm-hmm. bought them once a week and I'll tell you what like it, it is that is the way of some snakes there are some snakes that just will out stubborn you and you like make the decision of what's best for the animal um there are plenty of snakes in rehabilitation programs that eat live i know that and look listen if you're gonna get a big snake like a like a reticulated python and your snake is big enough you're gonna have to feed that snake rabbits you're gonna have to feed them like larger creatures so that it can survive the snake gotta eat like that's that's what it is so when you take on a snake as a pet, you are committing yourself to the fact that you have a carnivore. Mm-hmm. They cannot eat vegetables. You cannot make a snake go vegan. That's, that's yep. not how that works. You can't, like, give them cheese. Like, they, they don't, they <laughs> cannot they survive off of that. Would they, they like cheese? cheese? I wonder if they would eat some what? cheese. Not I like, don't no. feed them. I know people have tried And not this. to, like, this is right. the only exactly. thing you can eat. Do you want some string cheese? You're a noodle. This is a noodle. <laughs> Here, have this don't, noodle. Don't do right? that, guys. So, yeah, don't, don't do it. It's not going to work out. So, um, what does so, Pixel eat? So, um, the other alternative is to take advantage of the entire business around supporting reptiles and get frozen, pre-killed rodents mm-hmm. for your snake food. That is the route I take. I prefer it for multiple reasons. Number one, when you feed a snake live, that mouse does not want to die. It mm-hmm. is going no. to fight that. It yep. is it is life or death for the mouse. Mm-hmm. And mice do have weapons. They have teeth. They have claws. And Sharp they claws. will, if they get an opportunity, especially if you're, like, feeding your snake rats, like the bigger, like the bigger uh, snakes eat rats. Mm-hmm. Rat wants to live, and it's going to fight you. Um, I recently, like, I don't know if anybody uh, has ever seen the um, reality television show Dr. Paul, but I was recently watching an episode of Dr. Paul, and he got an emergency call for a ball python that looked like it had been skinned like a zipper from a rat. It was really unfortunate. I I got upset. I was like, oh, that poor baby. Yeah. the, The snake was okay in the show, but... Snake skin is really hard to heal, and it takes months and months and months. Yeah, I mean, I just Um, I just want to sidebar on this a little bit and just kind of talk about animal diet because it's like, you know, I I can appreciate and understand that life like if you have an opinion about something, life isn't perfect. So for me Mm -hmm. personally. Like, I used to own a pet rat. I, I love rats a lot. I love snakes a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. have a snake tattoo, and I don't have a rat tattoo. Oh. But mm-hmm. I, I know, it's weird. I love snakes. <laughs> but I, 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 to me, rats have souls and personality. Yes. So, like, those, those feeder videos and things like mm-hmm. that, the thought of having uh, a snake and even feeding it a frozen rat is mm-hmm. too much for me. I wouldn't stop anyone else from doing it. But it's like, 
you know, and, and I, I, I wanted to mention that, like, you know, if you have problems with feeding an animal what it needs to eat. Yeah. Get an animal that has a diet that you can palate. Like, mm -hmm. like uh, vegans, for, for example, you know, they try to make their pets eat vegan food. I don't understand the math behind that, but it happens all the time. Yeah, that is and weird. What I don't get is why they don't get a vegan, an animal that just, like a rabbit or a chinchilla yeah, or a guinea right. pig, but genuinely right. eat I, hay and pellets. Get a vegetarian <laughs> animal, and you'll be get very happy with your life. Chinchillas yeah. are excellent. I love my chinchillas. Yes, totally vegan pets. Very good rodents. No smell. Great rodents. I will also say, while uh, it is kind of interesting because, uh, like April mentioned, uh, their uh, friend in high school, Joe, who I would hang out with sometimes, did live feed and like we went over and watched, not like, we're gonna go watch the snake, we would be hanging out with other reasons, but he's like, I gotta feed my snake. And uh, it is an interesting process, and I had another friend in high school, her sister had like eight snakes. And they, like, I walked, I was looking for a room in the house, and I walked into basically the garage because it was connected to the house. And they had just cages of mice because of how many snakes her sister had. She made, she did her own breeder, uh, feeder mice. Right. Right. And yep. I was like, oh. And, like, one time she was getting something off of the freezer, and there were just frozen pinkies in a bag. And I was like, what <laughs> is all of this? Just a slaughterhouse of yeah. bodies. And I was like, this is care. disturbing. But, like, to but... be fair, here's the deal. Like, when you're buying pre-killed, for one thing, it's healthier for your snake because you know that the animal, like, the food that they're getting has been screened. Right, yeah. If you're feeding it frozen, then any germs or diseases have died, so mm. you're not... Because here's the other thing, like, rodents carry diseases. Like, mm -hmm. that's why we have pest control. It's it's not, like, a mean thing to say about a rodent. Oh, no. Uh, snakes, carry, snakes carry salmonella. Like, snake poop has salmonella, so it's another thing, like, if you are uh, a small child and you let your a small child handle your rodent, you better clean your hands really well because snakes can carry salmonella on their scales. Mm -hmm. um, they they poop a lot. That's another thing. Nobody told me this when I got a snake. Y'all, snakes poop a lot. You would think a creature that only eats once a week would only poop <laughs> once a week. That is not true. Uh, one everywhere. long digestive tract and they will poop for days and days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have them in a cage, unless you are literally sitting there with, like, a glove and paper towel to clean it up every second that they possibly could defecate, they're going to roll around in their own poop. Like, it's going to happen. Like, you, you clean the cage, you clean the environment, you make sure it's it's sanitary. But for the love, I think, like... I wanted to do those things with the, the snake shaming or like the animal shaming where you like put a sign up next to your animal. I want to put one up that says, I use my water dish as a toilet. Like, oh my God. <laughs> water dish all the time. They're not smart, guys. Their brains are the sizes of peas. They're yeah. not thinking about sanitation. Well, so like, they also, their you, environment clean and their habitat clean. They also use the water to cool off sometimes. So maybe oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, so it's like, time for a bath. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, like, it's fine. And, and fine. you can have. And I clean my snake tank. I keep his bedding yeah. clean, and I I change it out every month, and I do the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, one of the tricks one of my vets taught me was to use astroturf 
as a liner for the bottom because then you can wash the astroturf between changes like you can change it out so mm-hmm. i have two long strips of astroturf and i just hose them down between uh cleans so that if any um liquid waste is on there you get it all nice and clean but yeah, that's, that's a smart. good idea um, to put the substrate under there that's easy to clean yeah i like that idea yeah oh yeah no i put uh, his his tank goes um his his warm side which has a heat lamp and a heating pad underneath it and then he has his cool side which is um just has his hides there and then i have the astroturf and then i have the um I have the substrate, and I, like, pile it in different directions, and he'll move his substrate around, and he'll create new hides out of the substrate, you know. I have three hides in that tank, um, because I want to give him lots of options, and half the time, he will ignore his beautiful hides to just bury himself in substrate. <laughs> you're just like any other pet. I bought you this beautiful home. Oh, you're in the box that it came in. Yeah, you're in. in the cardboard box it came in. Yep. Why do I try? Yeah. Um... But yeah, like, I prefer to feed pre-killed because I know that the mice that he has eaten, it's like I don't make friends with my hamburgers when Mm -hmm. I eat hamburger. Like, I don't go up to a cow and become buddies with it and then turn around and bring it to the slaughterhouse and then, like, write its name on all the burgers. Like, I don't do that. That would be monstrous. Like, nobody does that. Um, That's all over the hamburger patties. (laughs) What? Thank you, Carl, for your sacrifice. (laughs) Exactly. Joe, you were delicious. Thank you. Like, no, I don't do that. And it's the same thing with mice. Like, if a a mouse is a pet, it's a pet. Yeah. And it does not deserve to be snake food. But these are folk who raise mice they have been bred specifically yeah. for the purpose mm-hmm. of being dinner yeah and i don't feel bad about There's eating chicken chain. but i also would never dream of eating someone's pet chicken that they have raised from a chick like yes. you know what i mean like there's no, there's I, a divide in my brain. No, not Doctor Crackers. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's funny because I actually will one day. Uh, one of my plans, hopefully, is to get some chickens, and oh, they are gonna be. You're gonna eat, eat no, some, I'm not gonna someone, eat them. <laughs> some loved ones' chickens. <laughs> no, but that is a, a eventual plan. So I do get that like divide. Um, one thing I find interesting because you've talked to me when you first got Pixel, you you like went very deep of this is how I care for him and this is how I feed him and I love you had a really uh, like it's a mouse in a bag and you boil it and you had a really bad experience once and you were just like crying to me, me about see, this i was trying not to gross people out but what i mean yeah, this is, i can talk about i can talk about we talk about the real dirty okay, first of all, issues say, of having pets here are the rules yep. here are the rules when you're feeding your snake rule number one do not and i mean do not ever and i mean ever microwave a frozen mouse it is not going to go well nope Mis- don't don't do it now i've never done this obviously because i did research beforehand but don't do it the mouse will heat up Girl, and explode do and you'll have to clean mouse guts out of your microwave and you'll probably have to throw away the whole microwave because i don't know if i could ever eat food mm. in a microwave that had a dead mouse in it i just no, don't think that's I could. what bleach is for no it's the same kind of meat it's just mm. mouse meat it's instead just, of it's like when chicken there. juice you know gets yeah, on the no, microwave you, know, you just i could never extra do bleach it. protein i don't I don't love mice, you guys. Like, I'm not, like, I, I respect Look other people's I do not love mice. I'm not, I, mm, my, no mice are kind of gross. Rats are, um, I am personally Fancy rats are nice. So there's a three-part process that I use, and I have the lazy method for when I've just gotten too busy and don't have time, but 
step one is I take the mouse out of the freezer in its little individual opaque bag and I stick it in the refrigerator and I let it sit while I'm at work in the fridge to defrost slowly. Mm -hmm. Then I take a kettle and I get water to just under the boiling point, usually like around 185 degrees, 170 degrees, something like that. And I put it in a bowl and then I put the mouse in the bowl and I let the mouse warm up to what would be like standard body temperature. And I take the mouse and I dry it with a paper towel and I have a separate feeder box for my snake. Um, okay, so this is also personal preference and there are people who do it another way and that is quite all right with them, but I never wanted Pixel to associate cans with food. I never wanted him to see hands and think, oh, that's going to bring me prey because I didn't want him striking at hands. So I put the mouse in his feeder box. It is a basic, it's a Rubbermaid bin. It's a gray Rubbermaid bin and it's lined with paper towels because snakes are messy. And then I take the snake out of the box and I put him in the bin and I close the lid. And in the nice, quiet, dark of the bin, he gets to eat his dinner. And while he's eating, I clean out his cage <laughs> for the go. week, like, do, like, the weekly clean, um, where I, like, scrub all of his hides and scrub out his water dish and change out, like, the bedding and do all that while he's eating. Yeah. And then I open the box and check and make sure that he's not playing with his food. Because, guys, snakes <laughs> will play with their food. They're not... Does he just, like, shake it around, like, pick it up and go, or carry it around? So, he is a Brooks king snake, and Brooks king snakes are particularly aggressive feeders. So, he'll, he'll like, stalk the food. The dead And mouse. then he'll, like, strike the food, and he'll squeeze the food to, like, show the food who's boss. And once he's satisfied that the warm food is properly dead, mm-hmm. then he'll eat it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good job, Pixel. He is like, a vicious hunker who's never had to kill for a, his entire life. He thinks he does, though. He's like, I murder yeah, real good. He's, he's like, I make sure you extra it. Like, he's going to make sure it's dead. Pixel is the person who chews all of his food before he swaps. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, That's but, funny. yeah, um, sometimes... And, and also, like, if I've not been paying close enough attention, if he's too close to a shed, he'll just curl up in the corner and pretend that the food doesn't exist. Because that's the other thing, if uh, you have to keep an eye on, that's the other reason, like, why I'm really glad I don't feed um, live, because oh, yeah. if he they're delicate during and then attacked him and hurt him, I would just feel horrible, so... I will say one thing about live feeding that sometimes comes out of it, I know everyone loves this, is when the snake bonds with the mouse and they become yeah, best friends. Yeah, that's the worst. It's like, now they're friends and you have a hungry snake and a dumb mouse that made friends with its abuser, so. Well, and then the snake just, like, keeps it and it'll even eat, like, other mouse around, uh, like, uh, you feed it other mice and it's like, yum, yum, but this is my friend. This mouse over here, this now one's good. you got good. a pet mouse. And now you have a pet mouse that you have to take Until- care of. Maybe yeah, no, that's so dangerous. So, like, that's just, I just, I know what you're saying, and I it's, hear what you're saying. Optically, but it's like, cute. Optically. I don't, I don't have to take care of it, so. Yeah, no. I just, uh, I just, see, I'm just terrified of, like, the amount of injury that can happen from, like, no, life feeding. Mm-hmm. I've seen snakes lose eyes to life feeding. I've seen snakes, like, just, mm-hmm. it's just horrible. Yeah. Um, 
let's see. Uh, so that's that's how I that's the feeding schedule. But like the problem is, and this is something like, you just have to like steal yourself for. Mice are unpredictable in terms of how they're going to defrost. Sometimes mm-hmm. the skin around the belly is a little thin. Mm-hmm. and your snake wants to squeeze it because it's a constrictor and you're going to get guts everywhere and it's nasty. Like, I, oh, well, I the, hate cleaning up snake guts like, yeah. or uh, no, uh, mouse. mouse guts like from feedings. Yeah. And would... sometimes when you're trying to teach baby, and this is what made me like never want to have baby snakes, people will teach a baby snake to eat a pre-killed mouse by doing something called braining the pinky. Mm-hmm. Where you, where like, you crush make an the incision head. in the pinky skull mm-hmm. so that the brains are exposed because that's like very um, smelly meat, and then the snake will like eat it. Yes, this so was you can teach some... it like to eat properly, and it just I can't do that. Like no, I I'm said, not that my, hardcore. <laughs> my friend whose sister had a ton of snakes would I think she probably bred them immediately i don't know yeah. anyway but she she came in one day and she was just like she took pinkies out of the fridge and just started like with a syringe like getting and i'm like yeah. what are you doing <laughs> yeah and no uh, my friend's like oh that's just for her snakes because they have to do this and i was like oh she's like yeah i don't really like her snakes but they live in her room and it's fine i'm like oh okay that's kind of interesting that is so many snakes i just gonna say like i have one snake and that's the this is no, the only her, snake i'll ever have her room oh. was like wall to floor with tanks oh wow guys yeah she had guys, a lot of snakes no snakes can live for like 20 years mm-hmm. we're not we're not having more than no. the one snake we have the snake and then Maybe. when he's gone Didn't, like that was the end of our snake few tanks our, our on top snake of each other has the dream yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's it, well the one story i sp- specifically remember you calling me in tears about is uh first of all you had i probably blocked this out so i'm going to listen to you tell it again and then cringe so yeah keep, keep going. it was it was early <laughs> on and you having pixel and you were like if this had happened the first feeding i think i would have returned pixel and never dealt with snakes again but um you had had an issue with the first bag mouse it, like it had exploded completely so you couldn't feed it or something was wrong with it so uh, pixel yeah, was yeah, in yeah his feeding box for much longer and then you had to heat up another mouse because you normally timed it where he was about ready when you were ready. Oh yeah yeah that was when I was dumb and stupid. Okay so Mm -hmm. in the very early parts I didn't realize that if I put the mouse in first and then put in the snake it would go a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. What I did was I would put the snake in the box and then I would bring him the mouse with Mm -hmm. with tongs Mm -hmm. and feed him that way. Yeah. Um so what happened was mouse I exploded. had a mouse literally explode in the process of like reheating. It just didn't go well. Mm-hmm. It was I had done it wrong. Like I it let it get too warm and we got the water Boom. too hot. And yep. it was just it was a hot mess. Uh, literally, literally a hot mess. Literally so, a hot rat mess. Yeah. <laughs> Some was, rats do for a little pixel. <laughs> but guys, here I have this snake whose brain is not very big in feed mode in a box so he's very much like i know what this box means this box means it's food time there's no food and i brought him his second mouse because i had to like do the lazy method which is to take the frozen mouse and stick it directly into the boiling water and then you like keep it and you like turn it a lot to make sure that one spot doesn't get hotter than another spot Mm -hmm. and i brought him his new mouse (coughs) and he got out of the box Mm -hmm. And, like, ran around the house, and I, like, had to pick up this angry snake by the tail and put him back in his room, like, 
bad snake. No, no. Didn't he bite oh you gosh. trying to, like, when you were trying to get him back in his box or something? No, he's only bitten me three times okay. the entire time I've had him, and I know all three times he's bitten me. Then you just must have over-exaggerated. Sh- yeah, he struck at me. Okay. He struck at me. Like, he'll strike at me. He's struck at me before. Okay. Like, he misses because I'm faster than him, and I know to expect it. Yeah. Um... The three times he's bitten me, one time I was hanging out with him on the couch like we were cuddling. Mm Because I know you say you're not supposed to cuddle your snake, but I cuddle my snake sometimes, okay? (laughs) We're sitting on the couch, we're hanging out, watching TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I I kept not letting him go into the couch because he was trying to go, like, between the cushions and down into the wood of the couch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because they're escape artists, and that's what they want to do. And it's dangerous for them to do that. yeah. It was like, it wasn't that hard. I was just like, I'd let him get so far and I'd pull him back and I'd let him get so far and I'd pull him back. Well, he coiled for a while. Like, he was like resting and he moved and I went to pick him up and I thought I was picking him up near the middle and I got him too close to his head and he nipped me like, excuse you. That is my face. You <laughs> got picked me up by the face. Don't exactly oh, like, but it it wasn't an aggressive fight. It really was just like a warning nip. Like, excuse you, I am annoyed. That was my face. No. Um, no. The second time he bit me was during a tornado. Uh, oh. We had a tornado come near the house, and it was two in the morning, and we had gotten all of our animals into the bathroom, and I like busted in there at two a.m. Flipped on the lights, ripped off the cage, snacked him up, and he snapped me because I scared the crap out of him. <laughs> He's like, I'm asleep, lady. What's going on? And what do you mean, tornado? No, they're nocturnal. They're very nocturnal. So, like, at night, he's awake. Oh. And basically just all he saw was this clawed hand coming down at him, and his little snaky reflexes took over. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And then the Which... third time he bit me was... Last year, when I had um, I had blood on my hand from like a mouse, and he thought I was prey. Oh, so that's fair. Oh, that was your own doing. Yeah, yeah. That again, all three times. I want you to note every time my snake has bitten me, it has been my fault, not his. So, yeah. yep. So he's he's not an aggressive snake. He's I mean, and heck, my dogs bit me more than my snakes bit me. My cats beating the crap out of me more than my snakes ever hurt me. Prince was you a were sassy in an abusive boy. relationship with your animals right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of something I Prince just kind of... very complicated. He, he was. needed the right amount of love to turn him around, Kip. Okay. The one and a half pets. You had to know when the half pet was enough. Yep. Um, one thing that, uh, speaking of weird abusive relationship, well, it's not abusive, but weird, um, I remember as a kid, like, I'm sure, like, most of the kids our age, um, Steve Irwin's show yep. about... He's my hero. He, like, all his... I got a job by saying he was my hero in an interview. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what? Oh, PetSmart? No, it was actually, um, a, it was a software company. Oh, really? I really liked that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Um, I said Sally Ride and Steve Irwin. They were like, you're hired. We like you. I just remember that would come on TV sometimes. And I, I really fascinated because he would always, like, be very educational, but also very, like, leave them alone and respect them. Like, I'm doing this because yeah. I'm a professional. And we're going to look and hold and talk about him and then release yeah. them out into the wild. And, yeah. Like, he was a, a crazy man who, like, picked up wildlife, but he, yeah. he was educated. It and, was like, this is how you get to actually see that this creature is real, mm-hmm. that it's not just a drawing in some 
textbook yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. stuck in a library. This is a real thing that we need to actually care about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Let me just I, move this black mamba around, though. Yeah, with yeah. these John Lennon glasses. <laughs> you're so right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's what got Very deadly watching. snake. Yeah, that's what got people watching and interested. And, yeah. and we are still, to this day, talking about Steve Irwin. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, yeah. he, he did a lot of interesting things. But also, like, I, I think it's another thing to point out is the fact that snakes do have all this uh, negative propaganda against them as they're evil creatures. Like, even mm-hmm. um, they're used, like, for instance, Slytherindors in Harry Potter. Slytherin. Slytherin. I do this all the time. I do this all the time. I'm fine, whatever. Um, but no, Slytherin. Slytherins. Oh my god. Slytherins. That's my house, Danielle. I know, but what I was saying is Slytherins are. Thank you are um, a, a great example of uh, snakes' attributes because they're clever, they're smart, they um, infiltrate into things that they want to get into because that's just, they're curious creatures. And it's, it's branded as this, like, evil thing when really it's like, no, no, they're ambitious. They, we're they... also born in the year of the snake. Oh, yeah, we are. Me, me and Heath are year of snake. Hmm. Yeah, we're snakey I was snakes. ironic. I'm, I'm a snake year snake. of the rabbit. rabbit. So what does that say about me? Maybe I'm trying to conquer the you're creature. You're a No, you're a rabbit. You're a rabbit. <laughs> what year were you I am born? a rabbit. Okay, okay yeah. 87. We're not going yeah, well, we're we're to talk about the years we're born so that the fishing scams can't get us. Well, yeah. the fishing scams <laughs> are already, already there. Yeah, we've already talked about our ages, so you can do the math. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm over 30. It's fabulous. <laughs> Rabbit sister. <laughs> Rabbit, snakes. It's fine. Wait. I'm always surprised, like, how little people... What? Oh, Tish. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I will rabbit kick you right was, off the branch. She yes. was mock going to attack what, Kip. Uh, how little people seem to understand how to... Uh, Identify venomous snakes versus non-venomous oh, snakes. I have no and I, I know I'm that so glad you brought that up because I have this actually on oh, my yeah. list of things to talk about. Oh yeah, I was gonna say What's like that I know riddle? that I can never remember the riddle. Red touches black. It's a friend of Jack. Red uh-huh. touches yellow. It'll kill a fellow. I'm always like mm-hmm. something this is something. Like a snake? That's for the coral snake. That's yeah, the coral. yeah. So what you're talking like? So milk snakes will use mimicry to mm-hmm. look like coral snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be because scary. people are just like, you know what? I can't remember what it is, so I'm not gonna fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can never. Not. Which that's the only non. Dear people, don't mess with wild snakes. Red that's the only black. venomous snake in our region that's not a uh, a viper, so they don't have retractable fangs. Mm-hmm. And I know that my my upbringing with somebody who teaches environmental education means that like. I know more about spiders and snakes than a lot mm-hmm. of people do, but I, it She's, still surprises me. Your your mother's also obsessed with poisonous animals, so constantly What's venomous. Venomous. venomous well, sorry. Let's make venomous. A you got double hit with that snakes one. Snakes are not. Listen, snakes are not poisonous. No, because poisonous, poisonous is if you eat it and you get sick. They're venomous so. poison on the skin, so if you touch it, it will seep into you and you will get sick that way. Yeah. 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 Snakes are venomous. They have venom, venom. snacks. Mm-hmm. It's like spiders snacks, are also venomous. Mm-hmm. You're right, and when they bite, they inject. Yes. So, yep. like cotton mouths, pit vipers. Mm-hmm. If you um, bite or eat it, snakes. it's and it makes you sick or it's hurts poison. you. It's poisonous. If it bites yeah. you and it it's makes venomous. you sick, it's venomous. I here's understand right. the difference. No, I just use it yeah. I'm glad we're on trivia uh, corner right now. Okay, okay trivia so snake corner. Two go. different ki- types of venom that snakes have. There's the neurotoxin, and mm-hmm. then the one that I forgot. 
The <laughs> muscle toxin? No, it's like a, it's like the blood poison. Yeah, oh. that's the one that the vipers have. Yeah, it makes your blood really thick. Yeah, it's for your uh, nerves. Co- and the other one, coagulants. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah one that makes your skin rot. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Another fun fact <laughs> about sorry. Georgia, because when April got Pixel, I have also always been interested in snakes. One, like April says, they're low-maintenance animals, and they're cool, and they're and having a friend who did have uh, snakes like Casey, who was very knowledgeable, I was like, oh, that would be cool to have, and it's an apartment, so it's easy. Terrariums are fairly easy to absolutely yeah deal with 10 out of 10 recommend but then i was like well i want something kind of like very gentle and corn snakes uh i had another set of friends uh the twins um who i was friends with they they were a set of twins too i just corn snakes are so cute they had some corn they, they, ha- really they had a corn snake cool and colors. that's the only kind of snake that yes. i've debated about getting and then i looked into it because every state has different laws about what you can have and here in georgia they have a you're not allowed to get native wildlife. I think it has something to do from what it looks like is there's a list of perspective protected species um, in Georgia. So I think the idea is they don't want overflood the environment with like, like April said, you could like, well, I can't handle this anymore. Off into the wild you go and you're a native snake. So you'll be fine. So I think yeah. it has something to do with like population controls or they nuisance don't want people animals. taking the creatures from nature. And that too. Yeah. That's, that's what the, the, the laws. don't keep native, which is sad because I want an armadillo. Yeah. I know, I oh know that they're the last harbinger. I know that they're like the, the, the last... ground zero for leprosy and all that, but I still, they're just so cute. Okay. <laughs> armadillos are not pets. Those are not pets. They're just not. Just like they're squirrels not are not pets. pets. They're little, they're little panza swine. It's so adorable. Listen. <laughs> no. Listen. No. Get your cat an armadillo no. costume or something. Okay. <laughs> Kip, Kip, do you need an armadillo? Yes. Would no, you okay? You, you don't. would want to deal. Out. Do not encourage. <laughs> do, no, do no, not hang on. She's not trying to encourage it. But you, they're small. Well, they're not hopes and dreams. No, no, no. Kip, Kip, what kind of tank would you need to have an armadillo in a happy environment? Um, my arms. No, no that's not a tank. You would have <laughs> to have arms. a much larger tank than you currently have any of your gerbils or your spiders. No, he, could just, he could just chill. With I Rosie. love how Danielle is trying to logic Kip through the reasons well, why Kip they can't hates, have an armadillo. Kip because hates I've learned if, if I've learned anything yeah. in the ten hours of podcasts I've listened to, logic and Kip are not buddies. Oh my god! <laughs> I am Kip's oh logic. Don't you think brain. Rosie might try to eat an armadillo? Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Rosie looks boy. at those chinchillas. Mm. Rosie does, does, does like lick her chinchillas. lips at those. So I don't think that Rosie and the armadillo, which are not pets and nobody oh, should have one, armadillos are not reptiles. Do not belong in this episode. You, you do, no. <laughs> you do know that this if is Mishka a side mission to make over, sure that Mishka would yep. eat him and think he's a ball. <laughs> and think he would try to pick him up like he does turtles. I need enough pets to start a basketball game. No, armadillo. You have had enough pets in the past. Oh my god. Animal cruelty here. Oh my god. Anyway, no one's getting an armadillo. It's no fine. one's getting, no one's getting an armadillo. <laughs> it's fine. We'll, we'll keep Kip from this. But uh, what what my whole detour so what was. What I've learned today is while I think Georgia's law is completely overreaching and ridiculous, thank God we have it because otherwise Kip would have an armadillo. <laughs> if it wasn't illegal. Yeah, and, and that was actually one of the reasons I've decided not to get a snake because I literally only really, really like corn snakes. They're my and favorite. And apparently it's illegal. I think and they do pretty illegal. well in captivity, though, so that's frustrating. 
Well, I guess if we got a corn snake and then never told Georgia. Hey, Georgia, don't okay. look at me. Why are you saying this don't on the podcast? Don't listen to our podcast, Georgia. We're not talking <laughs> I, about I doubt anyone in Georgia, Georgia listens to us, except this is the biggest actual listener base we have, yeah. <laughs> according to my uh, information I get. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, just out of curiosity, since we are talking about animals like since you guys can't have the corn snakes does that mean that georgia supports you just importing i don't know creatures from other states you have to, like it, other countries no like, because i mean there are import regulations you you do have to have they, they, they sell boas and stuff at PetSmart. I well, mean, you yeah. would have to look at bull, there's bull also bull exotic yeah. pet licenses because there are certain snakes you have to get because Yet again, my friend's sister, who had a crazy amount of snakes, had, like, vipers that she imported and she no. had to get special licensing for. And oh, it was weird. No, the like, they had to get venom sacks removed. Like, she showed me one of her snakes and was like, this is a poisonous snake before I got it. Venomous. It had to... Venomous. Venomous snake. Venomous. We all know, we all know what you mean. We've yeah, I know. It. We've gone through it. <laughs> I could identify a copperhead on a 911 call with a baby copperhead was, that bit them. So I, I remember, oh, nice. It was like I'm a green saying. viper, I think, is the one that I specifically remember her showing me. It had a triangle oh, head. Yep. It had a long, skinny yep. body. It looked cool. Yeah, they had a long. Yeah, the triangle head is They're snakes. Well, yeah, but <laughs> like, like a, you like have a pit, like a viper. Yes. Like a, yeah. Well, there's the fat boa bodies, and then there's the viper bodies are a bit thinner. So triangle yeah, triangle heads. Have, triangle have, heads have and. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say triangle heads and uh, cat eyes or the slit pupils are mm-hmm. like one of the easiest ways to identify a viper, mm-hmm. uh, non-poisonous mm-hmm. or non-venomous snakes. Now you got me doing it. Um, they have <laughs> they have round heads and round That's pupils. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, have you guys ever seen hognose snakes? Yes. Yes. Talk about, yes. Like, short, squatty the snakes. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. They. Hognoses are so adorable. They like play dead. Oh. They do. They roll over so their belly is up. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, no, the, and you've never seen out? the viral video. No, don't touch me. Don't touch me, I'm dead. You I'm dead, that. don't touch me. And don't they also excrete an odor? Like, yeah, they stink, like, they'll, they'll shit all over themselves. It's awful. I'm super dead. I'm extra dead. All snakes <laughs> use pooping as a defense mechanism, though. Mm, mm, okay, if your snake too. gets scared, Same. it will literally shit thing. itself. So that you will be like, ew, nasty, and drop it. Yep. <laughs> I remember um, when we were kids, and remember all the little summer lizards that'd be around the house? Oh, yeah, the little one. Uh, I think they're called anoles. Something like that, yeah. There's also yeah. blue-tailed skinks. They, they yep. would, uh, no, this is in Louisiana. So I don't yeah, know this was in Louisiana. Yeah. No, they're not skinks. I've seen skinks. Skinks are like meaty. These are like skinny little green. Lizards. Yeah, no, I've seen those too. Okay, yeah, we yeah. would catch them in the summers. I remember catching it and then it pee in your hand. It's yeah. like ah. There's yeah. also yeah, pet anoles though, so that's their tails will also come off. Like yeah. we'll grab them by the tail and the tail will just pop off. Yeah, I always like, did feel off. bad. I Which think is I sad, stopped. yeah, because that's I, their food store. I, I did stop catching them after one pull. Well, no, I stopped catching them because I wanted to keep one. I kept it in a jar and mm-hmm. I poked air holes in. But the way I poked it in the jar, he like cut his nose going mm-hmm. up against the jar one day, Aww. and I released him back in the wild, and I felt really bad. I was a little kid. That yeah. was like middle school. I mean, was, come on, who hasn't good. tried to keep wild animals as pets? Like, fed please. I will say this: I will oh, never have a turtle. So turtles can live to be a hundred, <laughs> and like those cute little green box turtles that you see in the pet store get big. And yeah. tur- you want to talk about an expensive animal? Yep. 
turtles are high maintenance. Turtles mm-hmm. are expensive. And their longevity you, is like like you have parrot to, level. Like yeah, you have I to know. will them. Because I knew someone at that software company that I worked at who had an old tortoise and they had to like fence in this he just spent the entire day when he was training me complaining about his pet tortoise (laughs) and how he had to like it was so expensive and it was going to outlive him and he had to fence in and just uh he had to forfeit a section of his property for the to maintain this tortoise which was Mm -hmm. enormous i was like never i'm never doing it bro yeah no i I can't maybe red belly sliders iguanas are really cool but iguanas again are high maintenance you have to feed them every day Mm -hmm. they get sick really easily oh one of the things i did before i got a snake is i scared the crap out of myself for a month by reading this book called reptile diseases Mm -hmm. and it was basically a veterinary level book on like all the ways your reptile can get sick and die because well because see i had been told by a lot of the people on the herp boards that were educating me Mm -hmm. look you don't know if you're going to be able to find a reptile that wherever you go so you need to make sure you can identify all this stuff because if something goes wrong you are all your animal has because there's not a lot of reptile vets out there Yeah. yeah That, that and, was um, I can Casey. actually. Yeah. My stepmother uh, actually refuses to take snakes as patients. Uh, your stepmother is a. She is a just straight up vet veterinarian. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just... yeah. Not that she's a random person who's like, "Don't give me snakes. Don't give me a snake. I will not treat it. I am the witch of the woods." No, she's well, no, like, and, and that's she has her fine, own practice and everything. Tricky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have a funny vet story. I have a funny vet story. So um, every year, Pixel gets a fecal smear done to make sure that he's not sick. Like, and after after three solid years of going, my vet looked me in the eye and was like, April, this snake is going nowhere. Do you treat it like a puppy? You don't have to come every year for his fecal smear just because you want to make sure he's okay because he's always in perfect health. I see the pictures of his enclosure. You really could save the money, honey, because I know that you've got this elderly cat that you're dealing with, so if you needed to not take he was really nice about it, but he was just like yeah, he, he was really just was like, like he was trying to help real you talk, out, fam. Yeah, yeah. just skip it a couple years. And he was like, "Look, if something's wrong, we'll bring him in. And if if you think something's up, we'll, we'll definitely." He wasn't telling me like I will never do one. He was just giving me advice like yeah. you are being an overprotective white girl over this. You need to like calm down. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of. Like yeah. this podcast is literally yeah. people freaking out over their pets and having I, to like, I absolutely maintain it. was that person with mm-hmm. my snake. So yeah. anyway, um, it baby. was his second fecal smear uh, that he'd ever had to get, like that I, you know, he had to get. So um, I brought him in and I warned him. I was like, "Hey, dog, I just thought I'd let you know he ate like yesterday. Like he he recently ate." And he was like, "Okay, that's fine." And so like he's not wearing a glove, and the way that the vet does a fecal smear is they take a um long a long like metal probe and they slide it up the snake's vent that sounds horrible and they express fecal matter onto a slide so that they can make sure that there's no parasites in your snake right Uh (laughs) well it is just a noodle I had warned him because I knew that we were going to be doing the fecal smear. I knew what day it was, so I'd fed him accordingly so that we could make sure that we got a good sample. Great. Now, guys, as I've told you earlier in the podcast, snakes poop a lot. 
They are one long digestive tract. They are like half made of poop. Like Mm -hmm. snakes are just poopy. And he wasn't listening to me. It was the first visit of the day. And y'all, Pixel just shat all over this doctor's hand, out of his fingers, out of his <laughs> And it was so funny because I'm just staring. He's just staring. Pixel's wriggling around like crazy because he's got a probe up his butt. He doesn't like it. And he pulls it out and goes, he fed him yesterday and i was like yeah i fed him yesterday because you fed him yesterday and i said yep i fed him yesterday doctor he's like you think after 15 years i freaking learned <laughs> did he have his coffee <laughs> i don't think he did he needed oh, his coffee it's yeah. okay he'll wash his hands and go get his coffee i mean he got it cleaned up he wasn't mad it was just so funny the way he Ugh. had this defeated look on his face was he just sat there like repeating his life with his hand covered in snake repeating food. you fed like, him yesterday mm, yes. you told me mm-hmm. yep it it, yeah. rem- it reminds me of sometimes I'm at work and I'll spill something and I look at my boss and I'm a supervisor. I'm a senior supervisor. I've been at this company for like six plus years and like I've made a huge mess. I look at my boss and I'm like, help, I need an adult. I made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I love Dr. Eck. He was great. Um, shout out to Town and Country Animal Clinic out in Oak Grove in Mississippi because he was the only reptile vet in like a 50 mile radius or like 100 mile radius. Like he yes. was it. He was like right down the road, which is the other thing that got me to pull the trigger on getting oh, a snake. Was like one. I did have a reptile vet. I've done all this research. I was ready. So yeah. do you and, have a new yeah. one now that you're back in Alabama? I do not. Um, we, so the vet situation is that the only reason I've had to take any of the animals to the vet was my poodle decided to get an ear infection because apparently the water change caused the yeast infection. Like Mississippi water was fine, but apparently Alabama water didn't allergic to it or something. I don't know. He he drinks purified filtered water now (laughs) because he's fancy. He's a fancy bitch. He is a poodle. Yep. And it's, it's cheaper to just fill him the water from the fridge filter than mm-hmm. it is to take him in for yeah. yeast infection cleaning. That's so, fair. Okay. Yeah, poodles are just really prone to ear infections, so, you know, it just is what it is. But um, we, I haven't needed it, so I'm kind of, a, like, Pixel's fine. Like, he doesn't, the thing you've got to look for whenever you've got a snake is you want to look for mites. You want to make sure there's mm-hmm. nothing like in your snake's cage or crawling on them. You want to yeah. make sure that they are defecating regularly, that they're eating regularly, that they're shedding. You got to watch for injured scales. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, the one risk, the one thing I did, I did have to deal with was uh, I accidentally got his hot side too hot once. Like it, instead of it being at the balmy 90 degrees it got up to like 115 because i had like a busted lamp that i didn't realize oh no and it was near pixel's feeding day he got too hot and he decided his tail was prey oh no his brain so, was let me boiling. tell you all a fact about snakes snakes don't generally swallow both ways like snakes can't spit things out they have to unlock their jaws and pull their mouth off of what they're eating they don't spit things out yeah it makes the aerobarus like far more sinister no, than, that's than what, what it's it called it's is. called Ouro- Ouroboros, Ouroboros that's yeah. actually what it's called yeah yeah that, that's so, what i'm saying it's, that symbolism is a lot more sinister than what you might think the the, the, yeah. the nordic symbol so, of the 
snake eating its right. so tail. Right, so if no yeah. one's familiar, the Ouroboros is a symbol of a snake eating its tail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, supposed to identify, like, eternity and never-ending things, but it was the scariest moment of my whole damn life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not cool. I had to wiggle my snake's tail out of his mouth. He cut his own tail. Aww. We rushed him to the vet. And then my vet was like, I think he's going to be okay. Um, he's like, again, your snake is fine. His... No, Here's some Neosporin. <laughs> no, it's called silver nitrate. Oh, like, I had oh, to nice. smear this. Yeah, I had to like smear this cream on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all, I'm going to tell you what, I thought medicating a dog was hard. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> that snake was mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, poor I, baby. He, I imagine yeah. he didn't want you touching his open wound that was healing. Yeah, like, um, it wasn't please? that. He basically just busted a bunch of scales around his tail. Oh. The thing we were worried about is we were worried he like broke around his vent, so he was like, we're, but then he pooped just fine. But That's I good. fixed the light. I became a lot more neurotic about checking him, and yeah, so fair basically he took like one shed and he was fine like you couldn't even tell like you can't even tell like he's okay it just yeah. look good like it it he just got really hot he got dizzy he got hungry oh look that thing it's moving i better attack it so yeah. <laughs> See, it, pay attention people if you got a snake just make sure that you're keeping tabs on that stuff you know yeah you gotta check their temperatures you gotta make sure they got enough water you gotta make sure that they eat regularly like Mm -hmm. um because snakes can go for quite a while without eating if you like and and i've moved around his feed dates if it needs to be more convenient like if i'm like for example like i'll be working from home tomorrow so i'm gonna feed him in the morning um even though technically he could have eaten today or yesterday but yeah. i'm i knew i was gonna be home tomorrow and i'm like eh, he'll be okay a day or two like i'll make sure he eats tomorrow that kind of thing you know you can't do that with a dog you can't be like no. well today is not convenient so i guess you're not gonna eat today leon <laughs> like, that would be horrible you i, can't I do mean that. i have moved feeding times because our dogs are on fairly regular feedings but sometimes i get home late and i come home and they're like <gasps> I am starving now. It's like you're an hour off. They you still ate. get fed multiple times a day, you, so... You yeah. have had food three times a day. I am starving. How could you abandon me? I was going to die. Oh, you I know. know. My animals get really dramatic. Pencil's like, oh, cool, mouse. Nom. You know? <laughs> I forgot this existed. Yeah. Now it's here. My life is complete. Um, <laughs> one thing you need to keep an eye out, like the last thing that's on my little list to talk about, is uh, know how large your snake is going to get. When you get them, and be prepared to expand their food accordingly. Um, my snake eats adult mice. I've never been able to go to like baby rats, which is like the next size up in terms of like mice. Um, rats are just too big for him, like, mm-hmm. mice are where it's at. So he eats mice, he eats adult mice, and uh, that's been great for me i get his food from like petco and PetSmart. they'll sell them pre-frozen and Mm -hmm. they're easy but um yeah just like know how big he's gonna get like know that as he grows you're gonna need to feed them more often and sometimes if you give them like a really big feed like if because my my goal had been like to get him up to like small rats 
No, he's never going to get that big. He's not big enough to eat a small rat. Small rats are too big for him. And if you feed a snake something that is too big for them, they can hurt themselves. Like, they're, they'll, like, there's a horrible, horrible video out there of a giant reticulated python that tried to eat a, um, alligator. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And it killed the alligator, but it did not survive swallowing the alligator. Mm. And that's all I'll say about that. Poor baby. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. Like, you don't want to feed your animal something that's going to hurt them. Like, they, mm-hmm. yeah, like, just be aware of dietary needs is, is really the note I have here. Yeah, that sounds like most of our advice. Like, take care and know your animal and be conscientious of your animal. <laughs> Do your research. Do you some know? research. Do your research. It's going to... Don't and look, if anybody needs, like, if, if someone's listening you. to this podcast and they want to get into, you know, snakes, they want to know more about snakes, email email the the cast and, and Danielle and Heath will kick it over my way or they'll ask me the question. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can, like, as a community to help you. There are so many communities out there. Yeah. There's so much knowledge. And reptile people are the nicest mm-hmm. people, like... They want to talk about I, their animals. Like, that yeah, was... Like, Herp, herp, herp people are so much nicer than dog people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> Like, if you're on Dogbook, like, Facebook or Dogbook or, like, any of, like, the area, like, like everybody knows what to do with dogs because everybody has dogs. Uh, but reptile people, like, we get it. Like, it's a weird little creature that you want to keep in a box and stare at. Like, we, we understand you. <laughs> yeah. Well those or anyone else have any sneaky sneaky thoughts on snakes and the noodles oh uh, besides what, uh, what's what's your favorite snake i like corn snakes because they have pretty patterns and i can't have one in georgia so i'm never gonna have that's a why snake. you like one yep, yep. well i like it because it has pretty patterns and i think they are the chill. cutest yeah they are the cutest and you mm-hmm. can boop their little snoots Boop snoots, yeah. All good reasons to love corn snakes. My mm-hmm. my favorite snakes are the rainbow morph pythons. Those rainbow? are so oh, pretty. Yeah. Those are gorgeous. Yeah. They're the most beautiful, iridescent, magical looking yes. creatures. I just am morally opposed to owning a python yeah. because I don't live in a tropical rainforest. <laughs> yeah, those are gorgeous. I would they never are. want one, but those are gorgeous. Yeah, there's a lot I of cool would, wild they're beautiful. ones. They're so pretty. <laughs> There's this, I forget what it's called, but it's like a rainforest, it's like a something twig snake or something. Mm-hmm. And this is very, this is very accurate and easy to find, but its head is like super big compared to its body. Its body's basically like a string, like you took a, like a, a cartoon snake, like you made a giant head and this little stick body because it pretends to be like a stick mm-hmm. in yep. the wild. And it's like, oh my God, you look so dumb and goofy. I love you. Yep. Aww. Yeah. Adorable. But yeah. What's your favorite snake, Kip? Uh, the African bush viper. Mm. Yep. Ooh. Just Google it. That's all. Okay. Any reasons or just? <laughs> Any reasons or just because it'll like murder you? <laughs> it's it's for one, it'll murder you. Mm. For two, it it'll is... look great doing it. Okay. So it is a venomous viper. <laughs> it is a venomous. Well, all vipers are venomous. I'm so proud right. of you, Dingo. I said the word, and then you <laughs> had yeah, this to. Because vipers are venomous. <laughs> That's there are. I'm gonna give you a 99 percent on that. Thank you. <laughs> I. Anyway. They are gorgeous. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're very pretty. Well. As always, I will continue, and we will continue to keep getting better. 
And good Wait, luck with you can find us on oh, social right. media. <laughs> yeah, Wait, social don't media. find us. We don't want to be seen. We're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, um, Pet Parents Pod. And if you wanted to email us, it's petparentspod at gmail.com. And you can find April at? Uh, Mojo by Moonsage on Instagram. And on Facebook, I'm Readings by Moonsage. Come, come by if you want some uh, tarot wisdom from the land of the snakes. Um, any picture, any places people can see Pixel? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Do you want to send us some pictures? We can post them on the Let me explain why. There are people who have major reptile phobia. I know several of them are my friends and I just have made it a habit not to post pictures of a creature that people are afraid of just because I like, it's just been like a matter of like, I never want someone to get scared by my snake. I, I don't want them to have That's a fear fair. reaction. Okay. That's we the can... same reason why I don't post pictures of my tarantulas. Okay. Because arachnophobia yeah, like, is like one of the tops that. next to like... I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, the fear of heights, yeah. So um, I guess you will send us some pictures of Pixel and, and Pixel will be the will, feature for I this I will episode. send some pictures of Pixel to Heath and, and yeah. Danielle and hopefully you guys can see them on the Instagram. Like y'all can post them yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And if you ever... I mean, for a snake episode, there's going to be... Yeah. And <laughs> in the future, if there's any ever cute pictures of pixel we you can just can periodically s- post them if you want yeah you yeah. can send them and i can have a snaky this saturday is, or a snaky sunday for pixel oh, that's cute yeah. do we ever mention that we have a discord i don't pay attention oh we do have oh. a discord uh, no we don't yeah. we do have a discord we, we, have, a, we have a There's whole a discord, discord channel y'all should come talk to us if you if you we listen to this there. podcast and you like to talk to people you should come talk to us so you, you can also you... find us on discord at pet parents pod and this has been the worst ever plugging of the pluggables possible. <laughs> you got ahead. Uh-huh. Because yep, yep, I yep. forgot about them. Well, I'm actually I'm surprised because, like, yeah, people can talk to us directly on Discord. We are all going to be active on there. So, yeah, there okay. you go. Okay. I'm so, a guest spot, but I'll be on Discord. Yeah, uh, yeah she's going to be on Discord the most. <laughs> yeah. I get alerts. She's on it all the time. Um, but uh, we will continue to get better at everything everything and what else not today but maybe tomorrow (laughs) good luck with your hopes and dreams goodbye